0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Welcome to Elijah Streams and it is happy Monday, July 18, 2022. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, it's going to be good today. We have Johnny Enlow, who's always a favorite every single Monday. There are a couple of shows coming up where he can't make it on Monday, so we'll let you know those are, that will be on Tuesday. Um, um, as well, we were, we, we still plan to have Eric Trump on, uh, and he was scheduled for next week, but of course, with his mother passing away suddenly, uh, that will be put off a little bit, but we'll, we will still have him on. So, um, let's see, Jeff, do you have an announcement about Elijah fire today? Yes, I do. Hello, everybody. Hi. Happy Monday. Uh, today, we've got Victoria Richback. She's the founder of Crave. She does a lot of big events with youth. Uh, just, It's a very non-denominational um, kind of... The, she comes at it from a secular approach and she just does these parties for youth uh, and then just hits them with the gospel. And she's seen amazing, amazing fruit as a result of that. Uh, so uh, that's going to be really exciting. She just went to Kenya and did one in Kenya. So we're going to be talking all about that as well as um, a lot of Issues regarding LGBTQ issues,
2: um, and so it's going to be a great episode. Tune in at two PM five two PM Pacific time, five PM Eastern time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Rumble.
1: Again, awesome. that's at two PM Pacific time, and we'll see you then. It's going to be a great episode. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, uh, Jeff, and thank you everyone for uh, sewing into. Uh, when you sew into uh, Elijah's streams, you're sewing into. This flagship uh, product, We can say I don't like that term, it's kind of generic, but it's uh, Elijah Streams, but we also we also support Elijah Fire, and that also supports American Warriors. So uh, we will announce the new American Warriors show on Thursday. So let's see. I think that's it. By the way, at the very, very end of the program, uh, there is a, I say slide, but it actually comes through video uh, um, the address in the donate link for you to support this ministry we we appreciate that very much uh there are about 24 of us that do one thing or another for elijah's stream so we appreciate the support very 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 much so thank you so much all right it's time for johnny Low. here we go Thirteen
0: forty nine hours declaring a riot
2: my message hasn't changed You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children.
1: Good morning, or I should say good afternoon to Johnny in Tennessee. I love that the the awakening is for your children. So, so, so true. There's so much more. Many more people awake about the, the children being trafficked around the nation. What, can you just say a couple words about what is happening throughout the earth and has been happening throughout the earth as far as trafficked children that we have lived through the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s without even being aware? What are your thoughts about that?
2: Well, we definitely know, and I've had people personally involved in the, in the rescuing of children over the last two years, it's been uh, an a um, you know an um, horrific i was going to say mm. amazing but a horrific discovery how much of that's been going on kind of we've had these numbers yeah there's so many million traffic a year those were just numbers that occurred we mm. didn't really have a con context for is it. It like how bad was it was it just sort of um you know mild slavery or what was it but it's it's been discovered and it'll be more and more revealed how horrific it's been i think anybody who's Disconnected from "in quote" mainstream media and has been, you know, accessing alternative media in any way, knows that there has been um, thousands and thousands and thousands. We don't know the number of rescues yeah. just in the last two years of those, uh, you know, having been that were in human trafficking, sex trafficking, child pedophilia stuff. The the whole reveal of Epstein Island, what was going on there. You know this. It's still an, an amazing reality that Elaine Maxwell is is guilty of trafficking uh, children. You know, being being part of uh, putting that together, and and yet, so we know that it happened. And we know somebody's guilty for making a connection, but all all the names that should be being exposed as well. The media is not, in quote, the mainstream media is not going after them. Again, alternative media is naming names. You kind of have to look at, find Epstein's uh, black book, blue book, different books that that has information on it. But it's a reality, and it's just undeniable at this stage. And again, this is what would put you on the conspiracy theory uh, list two years ago and three years ago to believe this. But it's just been proven. And it's the big question being asked by people all over. How can you have someone guilty of trafficking multiple children? And these children now, young ladies, come up and they themselves are testifying how for years, for years and years and years, they were trafficked to hundreds of individuals. And yet not one of those individuals has faced faced the music yet. And so we know that's part of the, the, the justice phase that still has a reveal coming.
1: You know, um, I don't know how far back this goes. I assume it goes back and back and back. But I remember in, in, in my day, I was, I was a child of the 50s. I was born in the year Disneyland was opened. And, you know, these these were the supposedly innocent years. I mean, the, the famous show Dick Van Dyke, Father Knows Best, and all these family shows, Danny Thomas show, all these things. Uh, and I'm not claiming they, any of them were guilty, uh, but so many people say we we need to get back to the way it was in the 50s, you know, in the 60s when families were families. But a lot of this stuff, if not most of this stuff, was going on during all of that time. Um, and I'm not sure we should say we need to get back to the 50s anymore. What What are your thoughts?
2: Well, of course... Just what you're saying is that's what's been discovered is, you know, even people that worked with those actors and the children actors, child actors themselves having grown up, that there was uh, a whole lot of uh, sexual abuse and um, every every kind of violation and rape and things going on on those. I won't say specifically those, but that's just how Hollywood's been operating in that kind of sludge for a long time. What is different? is it's being revealed at a whole other level and and so that's part of the exposure level uh, coming now
1: Yeah, and I I would have of course you know now that we're (laughs) the age that we are and we hear the stories it's easier to believe that this is going on all along but in those same you know father knows best days and I, I won't go into detail but you know, I I found out I didn't find out till like 1981 that my father was a serial um, rapist of my sisters. Uh, many people have heard me t- say several times on the air that my father was an arsonist. He was a rapist, and I'm talking about outside of the family. And and if if you had asked the people at our church, because he would be, he was a pastor wannabe. Eventually became a pastor. If you could even say that with Uh, But during the time he was practicing being a pastor, they would have him speak and they would, you know, he was the one to watch because he was a good teacher. You know, he he made you think about things in the scripture. He's probably one of those that I learned the scripture from. And yet here he was behind the scenes going home and doing all of these horrific things. You know, I was a victim of him once in that way as as my brother was but my sisters for years and years and years and and uh, let me just ask you a question on this um johnny when people say how could a loving god allow this to go on for years and decades without doing something about it how would you answer that
2: well uh, first thing is i wouldn't be too trite i would say I've processed that. Just what I've discovered in the last two years, I've had those conversations with him, and, and not so much how does a loving that it, it, it's still applicable. I would just say when you find out, you know, about boys, little boys and little girls being raped and multiple times and all that kind of stuff. I won't go into the horrific nature of things I read, and and so the question it's actually i didn't just i it's, there's almost a straight accusation that i go i have to I'll, I'll admit um it's not it, i'd say god i could not i don't understand how you can watch that right being able to just you know point your finger and throw a lightning bolt and stop it i don't understand yeah. so i say I say that for those who who wrestle with it, I'm not saying it's an easy one to wrestle with. I just know we don't know all the ingredients to the dynamic in play. And I know he's good, and I know he's the only thing that's good, and I know he's the one that's fighting and orchestrating things on behalf of the freedom of all these. It's the inspiration of Jesus and the Holy Spirit that motivates so many of those that are in the fight of rescuing Uh, Those from, you know, if it wasn't for those touched by Jesus Christ, it wasn't for those filled with the Holy Spirit. There would be nobody attempting to rescue uh, or seemingly almost nobody trying to rescue those that suffer this type of thing. So he is not the, uh, you know, he doesn't have, he doesn't author evil. He's not, he can't be, he's not a part of it. And. It's it's in in what he reduces himself. We don't know if if like he gave himself that much, um, I'm gonna say leeway or whatever. If, if he gets that interventionist at that level, does he almost have to do it across the board? And then at that level, he's having to wipe out two thirds of humanity or mm. what? You know, we know there's a reason he also tells his sons and daughters. He tells us to arise and shine and that whether it's Isaiah 60 or whether it's later, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. The God of peace will crush Satan under our feet. Creation groans and travails for the revealing of the sons of God. We know that his narrative is at minimum where sons and daughters who understand who he is become like he is. As he is, so are we in this world, as another scripture says. So we are called to do that. And so that's what we have to comfort ourselves with is he's not the source, the author of it. We're in... We're the equivalent of a baby in a womb. Our perspective, that's part of something I learned years ago, is trying to figure God out is like a baby inside of a womb, trying to figure out this world. We're very likely even more restricted. And I, I think he's okay with us asking those hard questions. I know he is. You just read, that's where David was inspiration for me through the book of Psalms. It's over. He asks hard questions. He's the guy that said, I would have fainted if I didn't believe I would see the goodness of God. Oh, yeah. And yet he would start out chapter after chapter, you know, oh, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And why I'm the one fasting and my enemy is the one getting stronger and they prosper in what they're doing. How do they get away with it? And you see David, who's a man after God's heart wrestling and not understanding it. He would never end the chapter there. You know, he's like, oh, but you, you are. But he kept
1: saying, you know, we we, even in this season where we keep saying, you know, we we refer to Trump and all of this and, and many other things. And we say, how long, how long, how long? That was one of David's favorite lines. How long? He was interested in the time factor. How long?
2: Well, that's, yeah, I hadn't thought of it from that standpoint. That's one perspective. But how long? It's like, this is too long. You're letting him get away with this. It's, again, we're offended with the level of of his patience and and mm. we don't get having that much power and not using it and yeah. that's why i just had to tell god i was like you know i'm sure, i'm not god and it's probably a super good thing but i know where i am now i do not have the capability i would not be able to see that thing happen and not do something about it no in a very direct way no and and it doesn't make and i know i can't be more righteous than god and the only reason i have even that little surge of justice or or whatever is comes from him anyway it's what uh, what proves i made in his image is that there's something in me is like that cannot be allowed to go on and it's just he's often doing things in a different way uh, towards a lo- a, a long term uh, goal and purpose that uh, can't be understood at the at the moment if we yeah. you know, my comfort was when Jesus himself who's God in the flesh he, he's not you know he's not anything other than that jesus was god in the flesh yeah he was reduced to our processing to our thinking he said my god my god why have you forsaken me yeah if if god when reduced to our processing feels forsaken and feels like i don't get who you are then it's a little bit understandable that we're going to
1: it must be somehow in this process of a day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day, one day. we'll look at this. I have a question about, for, for instance, my own sisters. Okay, that happened 50, 60 years ago, Johnny. To this day, they both have PTSD. To this day, one of them is an absolute Wiccan practicer of witchcraft because of this this sent her the other way, um, and, and I don't understand, we don't understand, uh, of course, there's probably millions like that who were abused and um, raped, let's just, you know, what whatever it is, and, and even worse, um, you and I know of someone who had all of that done and yet serves the Lord now. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. So how is it that one has turned away from God Understandably turned away from God and practicing witchcraft and, and another one serves the Lord who's had at least that or, or more what what are your thoughts
2: well it is it's in improper processing of of that reality and you know the it, it's just i was touched from and that's for another conversation we might add on to it from this weekend that Bill Johnson from Bethel, you know, he, oh, preached, yeah. he preached Sunday right after, you know, this the painful, long-term death of his wife from cancer, and his whole thing is just being our willingness to live in mystery. God is good, like you can tell, his faith is not rattled at all, and it's, wow. it's and he's and he he's testifying. And he's he, there's a concern he has, not that he said it those ways, but he has a concern that the body of Christ would lose faith in in god when good people contend for uh, good results and overcoming cancer and all that kind of stuff and things happen to them and so when you it's so it's it the point in bringing bill into the picture is it's not about what happens to you because here's a man who makes these he gets known for you know miracles and signs Mm -hmm. and wonders and people coming and and testimonies of deliverance and salvation and healing for years and you know was it 15 years ago declares he's like we're going to declare this area a cancer-free zone and then shortly thereafter his father gets cancer and dies and it's a painful thing there and then his his wife and so here's here's someone who's proclaiming the goodness of god he's on he's a good god he's always in a good mood his father gets taken by cancer his wife and that's not his own life uh a couple of years ago, he had a serious trial himself and his daughter had a serious trial and and it's full of testing and trial. So it's really not about the testing and trial. If somebody says, yeah, you didn't get tested this 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 way. There's it. It feels about as personal as you can. But there's just at some point you give yourself some wiggle room to you. You, you have not sold out to the concept that God is good no matter what else happens and, and that's that's the battlefield from the Garden of Eden from the very beginning. Hath God said. And yeah. so the, the serpent comes and he challenges the goodness of God. It's like he's actually holding out from you. And so if you have something that can say, well, if there's enough information, if if, if there's enough testimony against God's goodness, then I'll believe he's actually treacherous. If you have something in you, then then that's the problem. At some point you have to say, you know, it's, Job finally said, though he slay me, I will serve him. Like he didn't get it. There's something, it's a point of revelation. I'm not gonna say it's just a mental gymnastic. It's some revelation. At some point you say, you know what? I know he's good. I've, you know, some of it, you have to have seen enough of who he is and what he does and what he inspires and all that. And you say everything else that I don't understand um I'll tell people it's okay not to understand it it's okay to be frustrated it's a, it's okay to go bang on on the father's chest and be angry and and That's good Johnny
1: because it it, it is. Yeah. You can take that. In he fact I think it. he I think he almost for like not likes but I think he he appreciates that if you will bang on his chest and say you were not fair because at least you're you're being, he says, I desire truth in the inmost parts. At least you're being true in the inmost parts.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button.
2: Yeah. And so that's my, I'm very honest and truthful with him. I come and, you know, I don't just suppress these things and put them under somewhere. I bring them to him. I've had multiple things I'm frustrated. With yeah. them, on the global scale stories I've heard, different things, and whatever, and some family things, and I just go, but I don't let them build up. I go, I was like, what, what's, and I just, that's, you know, where can we go? So I go to him, and then if I've overstated my, if in any way I've, I've spoken against who he is and his character, then I for sure, when I settle down, I come back because I'm so sorry. I know you're the only yeah. good. You're the only good God and all all that and I say sorry not because I'm f- afraid of some reprisal and he's gonna do that it's just like relationally you he's realize like, it's like you're aware because inevitably there's some good thing he didn't there's some token of his kindness and goodness within 24 hours and I'm like oh he's so good he's so good but I think it's okay to to posit the question before him and say this I don't understand. It's really frustrating to me, but I like I said, for me, I always say I have no one else to go to, so this is not about...
1: Yeah, where do we go except you? I have a question that not taunts me, but bothers me in that, you know, the sister that I mentioned, um, I love them both um whatever process God took them through because they still have this PTSD their anger one one of the sisters said if my dad is there which i believe my father's in heaven because he he got his heart right he apologized to all of his kids one at a time before he went went into surgery from which he didn't um recover and that was 31 years ago okay so a couple of sisters they will never ever i mean if you ask them today i'm i'm talking about they would never forgive him and yet I had um, similar things. And, and I, I've told people on the air here, I was my dad's least favorite. As much as you can say about that, you know, he didn't like me. My mother knew he didn't like me. My sis- siblings knew he didn't. And yet there was something in me. Now, let me just state it this way, Johnny. I I am not doing this. I'm not patting myself on the back because no. I, I came out of the shoot, if I can put it that way with the ability to forgive. I always forgave. I always got over it. It wasn't something that was good in me. It was gifted to me. Let me just say that really, really clearly. So I don't get credit, if you will, for forgiving my dad, per se. It was gifted to me to be a forgiving person. And yet, I since it wasn't my fault, I can't go, well, look at what you did, Steve. You forgave. And yet others that my siblings didn't have that in them. And so now they have this 30, 60 years later, they have this horrific thing. I mean, I don't even know how to process that, Johnny. I'm still trying.
2: Well, yeah. And that's, you're trying not to take any credit, which is right and good, because it's the grace of God that's released, and revealed to you. Um, but I believe he does release. and re- I don't think there's anybody he holds back the grace um, from but I, I do believe the scripture says where darkness is greater, there he releases more grace, and so he knows what situation, what person needs more grace because of the horrific nature of what they've suffered, and yeah, we know you know somebody ten years been trafficked uh, even to mega pastors and other situations mm. like that, and the heart you can just imagine the damage that does does body, soul, and spirit mm. actually multiple situations and people yeah. like that of who we we talk to things that you would think are unimaginable. And this is another reality from when we were senior pastors for 15 years. It would be just an amazing point of conversation for Elizabeth and I, how we had people in the church who could go through this type of past, just abuse, incest, um, and just repeat over and over just every kind of thing and carry a sweet spirit, be forgiving towards everyone, be growing, and then you have somebody, um, uh, you know, I lost a job once and they're bitter for forever. Yeah. It's, it was like there are people who are tripping on pebbles and people who are climbing over mountains and saying, I love God. He's been kind to me. He's good to me. And you're like, what, what, what is that? And, and I just say what everybody does have is they have the ability to make a choice. And that's even the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our debts, as we forgive those. And it's like He knew we were going to be offended. It's just all in degree. We're all going to be offended. We're all going to suffer something. Were, none of us are going to have a perfect life. And so it's there's no such thing as uh, you know pointing that well. They had it all perfect in their life. they just I've never no, I've not met that person yet who had no uh, significant battles in their life. They just haven't lived lived enough. But there are different degrees of it. But we do have we have this thing of choice and in that choice we have that same choice towards god to begin to accuse him and then who you're going to who are you going to set up as the alternative good guy there is that's exactly what the disciples like you said who who you are the one who has the words of eternal life where else can we go and so he's okay that that's kind of our guardrail we're not he knows when i come to him i'm not leaving him i'm not looking for someone else i'm not looking for another god but i'm like can you just give me some, some way of processing this? Yeah. That I, I don't get it. And I've been around decades and I'm a fifth generation minister. I have a lot of spiritual, whatever genes inheritance. And I still don't, don't uh, get this. So could, you, could you say something? And, and, um, and then, so there it's not that he immediately gives a, a word on those type of things, but he—it's—it's it's amazing how his voice comes comes through to us. And the main point for all is like he's okay with that level of honesty coming quick yeah. to him. You're not leaving him. You have no one else to go to. Um, but hey, how do we, how do we process? If not, you start yeah you know sweep it under a rug somewhere, and then you start doing this avoidance thing where you just don't want to talk to God about. Things and you're like you're almost in la 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 la. la, I don't want to hear uh, about life in general. So you want to be able to be a process, authentic processor of life with with people. And so
1: I think I think of a story that I can't um, I can't even think of his first name right now. Uh, But he 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 was a he fellowships with Bethel, and they're a very young couple, uh, but old enough to have life experiences. Okay important life experiences and some suffering that I'm aware of. And he said, God gave him this experience or revelation. I can't remember exactly what form it came to him. And God showed him two guys sitting on a park bench and there, and there, and it went something like this. One guy saying, well, I don't know if I even believe in God. And the other one goes, I don't know if I believe in him either. You know, there's this and this and this, and I'm just not sure you know, if he was the good God, why would he do this? I I, I don't understand. And the other guy's saying, I don't understand either. If he was a good God, why would he do this? And God then revealed to him, he said, I love this process of people. And I thought, really? Because they're both expressing nothing but doubt in, in your goodness. And you're saying you love this process. And God says, I love this process. They're pursuing me. They're trying to figure me out. So that helped me a a great deal. And for what anyone else might grab from that, grab that. One day I actually had him tell that story on the air years and years ago before this, um, before we were doing it from my home here. But uh, that was very helpful because you can tell God exactly how you feel, even if what you feel is, I don't think I believe in you anymore because you're just not good enough. You haven't been good enough in my life to believe in you, but you're talking to him. So even in that talking to him, you're expressing belief. You know, that scripture that says, whoever comes to God must believe that he is, that is that he exists at all, and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So (laughs) it's a process, but it's fascinating. Well, you were going to talk about Benny, and you did. Anything else you want to share before we get into questions? By the way, thank you for this. That's great. I know there's thousands of people that just got help. They just okay. stepped over a line today. This is I can deal with that kind of processing if God will let me do that. So uh, I just I want to thank you, Johnny, for yeah. doing that with us.
2: Well, and thank you again for your honest, um, as you have telling of your own life story. I think that helps so many people. And you being able to just share that and where you came from, and being and you did make a, a great point. So, how do you overcome not just your perception of being the least desired? Yeah. Self, but you actually heard from within the family secrets that you were the least liked by your dad, and yet you have the most forgiveness towards him and towards it's a puzzle.
1: <laughs> it's towards- really honestly a puzzle. <laughs>
2: It, it, right. And so that's part of it is it's it's like there's I think the enemy tells people is like the pain you receive, the treason you received, the betrayal you receive. No, that's high level. There, there is no way you forgive for that one. And 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 it's just, you know, if you believe the enemy on that, then that's you get set on a path of unforgiveness, bitterness being separated from God short term, potentially being separated from him long term. And there's nothing good that comes from listening to the enemy at that level. Well, just on Benny Benny Johnson's, and I assume most people will know that she passed uh, um, last week and um, she's Bill Johnson's wife. and And we had established the last few years, some level of interaction and friendship really um, having to do with um, President Trump coming in. And you could almost say she was like one of the patriots as well. And in fact, I was just yeah. listening briefly. And I recommend there's kind of a tribute to her. There's our friends, David and Stacey Whited from Flyover Conservatives. They put out, they had done an interview with her about a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, they interviewed her and and talking to her about how she mixed uh, government politics and Christianity, and how did she come about that? And so she was sharing into it. it's really very revealing, and and I uh, I recommend it. In fact, it was Benny Johnson that recommended um, us to David and Stacy White, and so they reached out to me after that because of uh, Benny Johnson having rec- recommended. But she she was sharing, and I only had time to hear the, the first few minutes of it again. But I I, I recommend that again. David and Stacy White of flyover conservatives. And she was saying how uh, there was one line she said, and I, I just listened to it about an hour ago or so, and so it really hit me. She said, the vitriol and hatred I received when I started posting in 2016, um, things that were complimentary of President Trump and about um, you know his stand for pro-life, his stand for Israel, his stand for... She says it was... Amazing. She says, I literally had to pull off of social media just because it was affecting my health. Mm. And the hatred I was receiving, she said, she I'm not talking hatred from non Christians. I'm talking about hatred from Christians. <laughs> so we now see someone who, and, and I'm not here making a direct blaming uh, Christians for her health considerations, but it does work that way. Yeah. Uh, and, and anywhere from there's a lot of, uh, you know, when you're she represents an influential ministry. And so there's already you get criticism just for being influential anyway. There's a certain percentage of people that hate you and you're on the radar of the enemy in every way. And so for her husband, Bill, and what Bethel stands for and all that kind of stuff. But when you she says they people ask, why can't you just stay to church stuff? Why do you have to get thinking in politics? And so she made the statement as well. Benny, did says, "I think that's the reason we're in the problem we are right now, because the church has tried to separate this." Oh, uh, wow. and of course, it's a part of an ongoing message that I'm given, as well as part of the awakening. The pain of the moment we have to wake to this idea that we uh, that we can live in bubble Christianity, that we just go in, and this is kind of piggybacking in a little way off last week as well when I talked about Christian, the difference between Christian social clubs. And the Ecclesia church and, and the Ecclesia church has to be committed to challenging the gates of hell, because Jesus said, "I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it." And so we have this, this escapism doctrine that I, I, I attack uh, frequently and is, is not just about the rapture coming later, but we're living in escapism um, right now. We have churches that are operating in escapism, where you go to church, and as people go, good. I'm not hearing anything about Biden or Trump or about, and so they want to go to church for the escapism. And it's just, it's, it's an indictment of where the church is right now that they think that's a valuable, uh, wow, thing that yeah. they're doing for people in society. Is like, do you want to just step outside the battle? They've given them no tools how to participate Monday through Friday in the battle themselves, and yet they think this is. We're we're allowing we just have church and we just ignore everything that's going on there. And we talk about stories. It's just like intentional irrelevancy so that people don't get triggered about the problems in the real world. And so anyway, back to Benny, I just uh, appreciated her willingness and the courage it took for her to stand. And I, I just I just know the source of some of her criticism and where it came from, from very painful places and 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 close and painful and so that that was uh, very very hard and and i I rejoice with her you know it's it's like back to the original point we were just talking about yes has to wrestle through she literally i think her last book after her one book the happy intercessor and then there's a a, a, i think it was her last book a follow-up book on the power of communion and how her and bill were That's how they're contending. They're getting her healing by having communion every day. And so it's, again, like they're getting mocked. They're getting mocked at having communion every day, and yet you didn't get it. But Bill's not going to say, I tried communion for whatever, two years with my wife, and it didn't work, so I'm giving up on God. No, he's like, no, he's good. He's good, and, and he's good, and he's good, and he's good, and he's good, period. And I don't know the rest of it. I do know Benny. As he would, he knows, I know that Benny's not in a pace of playing, uh, you know, not in a place of pain right now. Right. I do keep having this picture, even as I'm talking again, it's, it's, I've seen it for others as well, but it's, it's like these football games where you have, where the coach's box is up top, up top there. And, and she's been given, uh, she's been given permission to call plays. She's like an assistant coach. Up
1: you mean like from heaven? From heaven. Awesome.
2: I'm right now. She's like she's the happiest intercessor ever, and and they they I don't know if you want to say God needs, but there is something about how having someone just like we needed a savior who could identify with how we are, yeah. and that's we had a priest as it says who has suffered what humans have suffered. There's something about her coming from the battlefield, coming up there, and 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 she's been giving some latitude, some coaching latitude to release plays that's the word she like she is calling some plays right now that are awesome.
1: awesome and they're,
2: they're for <laughs> they're for some
1: yeah things. you know and none of us understand that thinking about god needs this or god needs that in heaven but whether he uses it or needs it or it's all one and the same it's kind of cool yeah you know god you know you go to heaven and god says i got this assignment for you Um, or got this thing to do, whether you call it an assignment or what, that's, um, I love that about God that he would use us after we get there. So,
2: and you know, for her to have to take this many hits Mm. from, we'll say friendly fire because it's friendly fire hits that I I truly believe that's what really dinged her health was,
1: you
2: know, friendly fire is body of Christ hits that, that come in. Oh man. So many ministers that have had to. That's why people who've had great presence and glory and breakthrough on them don't last very long. Um, throughout history, is yeah, the enemy goes after them a new way. But the body of Christ, there's always a portion of the body of Christ that is is in darkness and blindness and doesn't realize they're actually being a tool of the enemy. And so they're they're the well, body. you know, the
1: scripture says if you hate your brother without a cause, you're a murderer. There's something in that scripture that says you can do harm to another through your hatred.
2: What you mean, just he, said. It's right there. They should there. think through what you just said. Exactly, Steve. If you could be considered a murderer by thinking that your brother, because people, well, why isn't your brother protected if he's a believer? Well, there is authority that we're given as believers. That's why he said life and death is in the power of the tongue. Now, you didn't say, if you're a Christian, it's automatically blocked. And, and it's like, just be careful what you're saying, what you're doing. Because you can be on the one hand, you can release life this way, but you can turn around and be releasing death this way.
1: Yeah. Um, so, you know, scripture saying, you know, who are you to judge the servant of another before his god, you know, before his master, he stands or falls, and God's is able to make him stand. He said that about wealth, and then he said that about that was about food and all of those things. And, and oh no, that was about um one man esteems one day above another one, you know there talks about holidays and festivals and special days and 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 then who are and, and then paul the writer says who are you to judge the servant of another before his master he stands as well we got to watch and judgment can happen in the heart you don't even have to use your mouth so you got the tongue Thing, and then you've got the heart thing.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today.
2: Yeah, we're being particularly challenged in the body of Christ all across the earth right now because there is so much exposure taking place. And so it, it creates an atmosphere for we'll say accusation and judgment as well, because you're aware that God is putting his finger on things and exposing things. And there's a whole lot more to come. And, and so we have to realize that just because God is exposing things, just because he is confronting things doesn't give us a free pass to just carelessly, uh, you know, flap our jaws, just allow our mouth, our mouths to go. And it, it doesn't mean we can't, make righteous judgments and make righteous calls. And, and there is calling out that's appropriate. that has to be happening, especially among leaders in the body of Christ. I can't be such a coward that I don't call out things that I see. Like there's something, if I just get on the topic of the church, the, the church, I simultaneously love it and have so many yeah. pastors. Um, and then the disappointment at the last two years, like the reveal mm. of uh, it's, it's like they went through a test. And were proven. It's almost like you want to w- write to one of the letters of the book of Revelation and, and write to the church that's, you know, upon planet Earth in 2020 and through 2022 and say, you were found wanting. You made yourself irrelevant. You were coward. Yeah. You didn't stand you. And that's, you know, it's not 100 percent. But it's 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 across the board to where I you know my, the steam went up in me again my, my um, two son in laws actually did a, their own research here in Nashville at the six largest churches in Nashville after really? the Ro, after the Roe v Wade announcement the reversal of Roe versus Wade and not one of these churches mentioned it not one of them said oh one
1: man top.
2: really. Really, and instead, they're doing the Ukraine and the Ukraine flag, which I didn't even listen to it, but I'm sure Mel Kay probably helped fill in some of the gap for people to understand what's this is not to knock the nation of Ukraine, but that has been the center of demonic Luciferian activity yes, it has for some time, and I'm assume she told on it. But if you can imagine the uh, what what you know, I don't even know the words to put put in there the the it's beyond stupidity it's beyond mm. outrageousness that you could be the largest churches in the city and not find a positive comment not be able to thank god that rovers away. even if you're still wanting to, to say something positive about women and women's choice which is the wrong time but you can still do it say hey once you know we still believe in in women's right to choose and make decisions and we do that. And part of the deal is probably most of them don't even allow that, you know, they don't allow women to have a voice um, in their church leadership either on top of that. But then they're putting, they have BLM, Black Lives Matter, Ukraine, they they put that on their social media pages, and yet they can't put Roe versus Wade. I'm saying that, and I can feel the offense to God on yeah. that. And yeah. I, as a leader, I'm going to call that out. And it's not just, uh, you know, flying loose with my lips that that thing that that has to change. That's part of what is going to be uh, changed in this nation as it relates to evil in in our church circles, because that is so unacceptable. and, And I've been astonished just the reports we well, it's, it's
1: that thing in the word that says you know you, you, you know I, I don't have it memorized but you speak and you praise me with your lips but your heart is far from me I mean that's what God's saying he goes I hear what you're saying but I see the rotten the rottenness of it I mean if you say that and you don't praise God wow 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 well yeah. we should probably get into some questions I wanted to say a couple things real quick um uh, benny's to glory so maybe i can say this now but like six seven months ago someone that was really on the inside i can't say anything more than that had said that uh benny had two favorite programs she watched every day i can't remember what the other one was but the second one was elijah's dreams so that was a very cool thing you know i would never say that while she was with us because you know i'm you know, but I think that speaks volumes of what she wanted to see. She wanted to be encouraged and built up. The other thing is, um, even before the Bethel thing, I didn't know that she, he took communions every day, every day because yeah, you know, I don't get to listen to him, but for six, seven years, I take communion every day. My wife takes communion every day. People, I hope, will do that because Jesus says, as often as you do this, you show the Lord's death." And I think it's probably, if you do it from a heart, from the heart, it's probably a bit of a safety factor where God's going to keep you a little more in the straight and narrow. I mean, there's no theology for that. But he does say, when you do this, you show the Lord's death. He didn't even say burial, resurrection, and all the other stuff. He didn't say filling. Your, he said, well, you show the Lord's death. He wanted the concentration with that. Communion to be on his death, for, because that's what he accomplished. So, uh,
2: and and you know, and I didn't read the book, and so I don't know. I don't want to be wrong quoting if they do every day for, and they did it for two years. But I know it had to be with that was the theme of it. And we don't know if that you know there is the enemy wants to take you out early. Yeah, there is. There's something about she finished her race. Wow, uh, me, and there is maybe if they don't do that, maybe she gets knocked out six months a year. Yeah before there's something about the timing of everything that's going on nationally and globally right now. And, and, and um, I don't know, there's something of of her mission within that, that, that was finished. And, and we don't, it definitely can't be harmful to do heartfelt communion. And we do, we do have to, I'm sure you do too many testimonies of people who have done that. And it was key towards their, Oh yeah. healed and set free and delivered in some way or another because anytime you are being that intentional with who he is and what he provided for you there's no downside to it you can't just you know that would be a wrong takeaway for anybody saying oh well, i'm gonna stop doing communion i was hoping it would uh, assist me in in healing or deliverance listen that's yeah, you can't make a
1: formula out of it and cat has said um that the lord said that that thing, communion, is a holy thing, and I can't remember the situation, but at some point he he got really firm. He said, "This is a holy thing." She even has talks about taking communion and pouring you out on your property, so uh, you don't want to. Um, the other the other the other thing I wanted to say about what Cat has said, um, and you know, she's got a lot of um, inside revelation from having many many visits. But she said she almost said it with one of those passion sense of passion that she has, where where she said, I'm telling you folks, once your mansion is done in heaven, you're going home. So we can theologize all day long, but God, if God's building you a mansion and there's a time to die, there's a time to live and a time to die. There may well be a time to die. I mean, the other things you've said are as well true, but sometimes there's a time to die. Uh,
2: Yeah, and if you're and if you have so much fight in you that you're because I, you know, I've seen those situations. My own father might have had that as well. There was a time I was like, it's time for him to go, but he had so much fight in him. He's Mm. not going. He's not going to. You know, he's going to have to just slowly degrade. Until he's,
1: he's <laughs> yeah, he's there's something out there that's interesting, you know. <laughs> we, we prayed one time. I haven't told this many times on on the air, if ever. But Shabu was his, is his first name. Matai. he was going to come to work for the Elijah List. And instead of coming to work for the Elijah List, he tried to save two, and he did save two or three girls from drowning, and he drowned. And we prayed for him, Johnny, before we buried him, 21 days. We had to get all kinds of laws. And most of the work was done by others. We flew out to Oklahoma. Uh, Matai Matai is his name. His first name and last name are the same. Uh, we prayed and prayed and prayed in Oklahoma, in a little church there. And then eventually, uh, in order to get out of the mess of people thinking we were nuts, they shipped his body here. Albany Oregon, we prayed him some more, and then we finally buried him, but, but uh, at one point in this little church in Oklahoma, probably the first week, week and a half, praying for him every single day, uh, his mother, is a spirit-filled um, Mariama Matai, she fell under the power of the Spirit, and she had a, you know, she had a vision, and God said, there's, you know, I can almost feel the emotion of it. God said there's an emergency meeting being held in heaven for this because we were we were going at it. We were not going to say no to that. His wife, his he was married, you know, his very young wife, no children anything. And he, all of a sudden she said there's an emergency meeting being called in heaven for this. So that meeting happened. But the, the, the end of the story was eventually he died, you know. It was a t- It was time for him to go. I have no question about that. It was time for him yeah. for Shibu to go.
2: No, that's uh, you know, it's, it's coming to mind. Uh, I won't go to the overall story, but there's a five year old boy that um, had died, and his parents uh, wanted. They knew I was willing to pray with them for resurrection, and and so um, I, I was hours involved in in praying for resurrection and i had i had someone uh, with me who's a prophetic seer as well and so i was going at it in every conceivable way and and um intensely i won't go into the the whole thing but right. anyway the the seer came to me and says johnny i just saw a very clear vision of the boy and he said, he's holding Jesus' hand. He sees us. He's looking at us. He's watching us. Jesus has told them, they want you back. You want to go back? And, and, and um, he said, he, want, he wants nothing to do with. <laughs> have,
1: that's what I think happened with Shabu. He <laughs> did not want. Why would you want to come back to this dark world? I you... tried
2: another another. I said, listen. I know it's going to be better. You're not going to be in pain and, and suffering. It's going to be, there's going to be, th- and I was trying to talk him into it from down here because I heard he was listening and hearing the whole thing, but he was not to be talked into. Uh, kind of, anyway, that's, that's just, Yeah. Um, I don't think the Lord has problem again with us, knowing that he's someone who's capable of raising from the dead. And, and so we go after it. Yeah. You get laughed at afterwards um, for standing believing whether it's hours or days and but we know who he is and so i don't think god's up there going oh these dummies it's like they know i am the resurrection the life they know i can do this and they don't know if it's going to happen but they know it might and so they're fighting and i think he's and i think you'll have That's some, right. some uh, good looking fixtures in your mansion in heaven from having done whatever fight in I
1: that think so, <laughs> I <Sorry. think> so. <laughs> gold fixtures. That's good. All right, ready for uh, so I, have, I have a question, question. about, um, this one's actually mine, uh, the Ecclesia, which you talk about. Uh, the church actually means Ecclesia, which was a governing body. I think it was in the Greek culture, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, I'm curious, number one, if that has anything to do with Ecclesiastes. Maybe that just sounds alike. But the Ecclesia was a governing body. Uh, We talk about the Ecclesia all the time, but we don't really emphasize the governing part. So my question is, are we supposed to be governing, uh, declaring yes and no to this and that? Let's let's put that in in relate in relationship to the seven mountains. Are we supposed to govern that and say this far and no farther, especially as a group, as as some sort of ecclesia, yeah, body?
2: And well, so let me answer this then, uh, Steve. I do have, um, I had a, a, a something that happened two nights ago, in the middle of the night, that I want to tell about. Oh, interesting. And a, there was a a dream a very just short part of it that I think important as well. Um that I want to make sure we 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 fit in. And so um but in whether you call it ecclesia just people who are wondering is that the same thing as what you say? Yeah I say ecclesia and he's saying the uh, Ecclesia we're talking about the same thing as E K K L E S I A. Neither one of us are Greek uh scholars and it's, it's, so it's a Greek word, but it's, it's, it was a word used for in the Roman culture as well, from what we understand. And it is govern, governing, it, it, you know, basically the research, um, I don't know how carried away we want to go into, but yeah, it actually extends, could be considered extending all the way into the Senate even. And so it's kind of government of the people by the people. It's where you arise and you take responsibility. You come out of your homes. You stop caring just about you and yours and this. And it's like we're here for the good, the common good of society. And we're going to address plans for good that we have. But we're going to address, I would say another way, gates of hell that need to be shut down here. And so that was, again, a point we can't make enough is Jesus had he had a chance to say when he that verse, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I will build my ecclesia. That's the word from the Greek word that we're talking about. This group that was known as soon as he would mention that word, they would know what an ecclesia was. An ecclesia was not a religious body. Mm. Ecclesia was not a temple. Ecclesia was not a synagogue. Jesus visited the synagogues a lot. He preached in the synagogues. He was apparently a rabbi. He would teach. He did not say, I will build my synagogue. He did not see, see, say, I, I will build my temple. He used the word and there, there's, you can almost see them. I'm like, what? Why aren't you saying I will build my temple? I will build my synagogue. You no, know, I will build my ecclesia. This is an activated body of Christ, 100%. Everybody comes out and says, okay, what can we do over this situation, this societal situation? So it really is the seven mountain mandate is the way uh, I say it. And so you make decisions. Yeah, you make, that's the part. governmental part how far we want to extrapolate it and go with it but it's the ideas they are here and we are making decisions together and again when you say my church and the church wait for the holy spirit we're now talking about a holy spirit empowered a holy spirit directed ecclesia this is the solution for society this connects again to benny johnson what is she getting criticism for why did she get all this hatred for suggesting that they come ek so the ek means ekk is coming out that they come out of the church and actually care for what's happening in the wow. society at that level and so for her believing in ecclesia christianity she's essentially was getting a bunch of hatred that happens still around and that's still even complaints that'll come about about me is like well there are a lot of good things, but he believes the church should be involved. That was a complaint about me years ago. They've now changed that because they see he believes we're supposed to be involved in government and politics. And I'm like, well, he said, you are the salt of the earth. And he didn't say except for in government. Uh, he said, you are the light of the world. And he didn't say, but stay out of government. What is government too dark for light? You know, again, the, these, are, these are related. So I don't know if that's fully yeah. answered yeah. Uh, what you're asking there. But yeah. yeah.
1: Really, really good. Really, really good. Okay, uh, let's see what's next on the list.
2: Well, let me let me go ahead. Steve. Oh, go I ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So this was um, today is J- July 18th, right? Am I good? So yep. July, here's this is what happened. I awakened, and I didn't look at the clock, but I awakened and I heard it wasn't audible. It was almost as audible. The reversal has taken place. From now on this present evil is only in defense mode in survival awesome. mode awesome more what i understood immediately and i knew it's about the present battle we're in right now the reversal has taken place Go that ahead. it already has and so then i looked at the clock and it's 3:11 a.m. and and so why was that interesting to me well 11:3 is when the election steal took place and and so the reversal has taken place. So I wake up at three eleven. Here, the reversal has taken place, and then I look. Oh, what would be reversal of that? It's eleven three, November three, and here's what I believe we're going to see, and 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 um, I feel very confident in saying this, and it's going to be a big deal. What I what I what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. just in the same way that we heard Roe versus Wade was over, uh, you know. I don't know if overturned, we
1: overturned. Yeah,
2: we heard it weeks and months before. Mm-hmm. That what was leaking out was that the Supreme Court had already made that decision, and it's just about when it was going to be released. Right, and then it was released, and it confirmed that original, um, we'll say, rumor, conspiracy theory that we heard that Roe versus Wade was going to be overturned. Well, the Supreme Court has already ruled against the last election. They have already reversed. This is what I believe. I'm not saying this has been announced yet. I believe we will find out that this is true. I believe even this this thing wasn't quite a dream, but it was a little revelation buzz that I got, that I believe the reversal has taken place. I believe the Supreme Court has already ruled that I believe they've been shown Um, there there has been many more presentations of the fraud to them than we know about it, and that they have seen the conclusive proof that it was an overwhelmingly fraudulent election.
0: Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Now, back to the show.
2: And that it already has been ruled, and it already has not just been ruled, it, it has been overturned, and it has already also been already turned over to President Trump.
1: Do you mean like it's been done, the season's over, the, the judges went on vacation, and it's sitting there waiting to be announced? Is that what you're saying?
2: I'm right. And okay. it's just all about coordinating with other things that need to be coordinated. There's a whole global takedown taking place. There is a whole instituting of a whole yeah. new financial system. Coming in, but I believe we're going to find out in the same way that Roe versus Wade was already done; that this has already been done. And, Yay!
1: Awesome. And so Good news, Johnny. Good news. I it believe is. it. By the way, I do yeah. believe it. Just so put check me down for a believer on that. I do believe that that that's happened.
2: And I believe that both from this mini revelation, and I also have some other. Strong reasons. Um, we'll say strong level intel, high level intel that tells me that. I had to just pray and ask the Lord, should I tell? Because if it's not being told at this level, maybe it shouldn't be yet. Mm. Part of it's design, the pain of the moment is for the awakening. Don't yeah. want to stop that. But it's just, um, it, it is, there's a reason why we're seeing a lot of things that we're seeing right now. I don't know if people have just put it together in just the last couple of months. You have a whole number of uh, you have Boris Johnson out as UK Prime Minister, mm. whatever whether it's an election or somewhere. Angela Merkel out from in Germany. Italian Prime Minister just stepped down. Now Sri Lankan government just collapsed. Um, there is uh, Estonian Prime Minister stepped down. There is not that long ago, Neftali Bennett from Israel. There's like governments falling collapsing we're going to see that a lot right now and and um there is just a whole lot of other uh, you know i've written them down we weren't even taking the time because we're going to questions right now but there's a ton of things taking place uh right now that tell you there is you know something has happened behind the scenes we could almost say it started with roe versus wade that ruling was a little bit of it's not just a test run because it's uh, an important thing all on its own, but they immediately, all their edicts coming out of Supreme Court, it's like the Supreme Court, whoever is their, the power brokers, the blackmail over them, they've got eliminated. They're still having to worry about the overall security of them. I know that's part of the concern, even even um, moving forward, but there, there are things that are in, in the works, things changing and shifting uh, at a financial level, financial world, all the things that are taking place and there's things like, uh, I'll just throw this out quickly. It's like, I forget what the city in Switzerland, a huge wall that's in a visible place. And it has these huge pictures and there's Wanted and there's Soros and Bill Gates and Fauci really? and really? Klaus Schwab. Yes. And so it's, it's like, and I know from my Spanish speaking world, it is inundated, the Spanish speaking world, the criminality of all these formerly famous um, big names, you know, and, and the UN, the WHO, the CDC, I mean, the, just the reports, uh, coming out right now, the CDC's own reports, uh, um, just, I won't go into it. Cause we didn't have, have time, time for that, but there's a whole, the con having to do with the, the vaccines. There was one part I was going to look at. It's just like pretty evident that if you took the vax or the boosters you are anywhere from 10 times to 100 times more likely to get COVID and to be one of the ones that gets COVID again. And so why? Because the more vax, the more your immune system gets weak. And so if, if for no other purpose, if this can help. If, you know Whoever's processing, don't think through conspiracy theory, not through conspiracy theory. I'll just appeal to you. Do not get another vax. It Good. weakens your immune system. We're going to be believing God for miracles and restoration and all that kind of stuff. Right. But it's going to be, it's already out of the proof. The study is the data. I have so much of it. I could take entire shows to, to prove it. But it's clear that it's designed to break down your immune system and to allow more and more sickness and disease to take place. So do not follow that logic agenda. Make somebody use enough of your brain power to demand a proof from some data somewhere other than just one of these blue check twitter uh bots uh, people who have been bought there's bought one way or the other bot bots or they're bought of the stars from hollywood or whatever that are telling you to go ahead and get their jab and whatever it is whatever it is and then these people that keep saying yeah i got COVID again but thankfully it's just a mild version because Um, I had the shots and was tripled and could, you know, even they they missed the point of what a vaccination is for. So you don't get it. Johnny, can I
1: ask this? Are you saying, let me just say it in different words, the powers that be, the deep state, the bad guys, the black cats, want you to get more and more vaccinations or boosters for the purpose of making you sicker?
2: 100%. Okay. It's part of the depopulation agenda. And, and, and do not laugh and scoff at that. If this is the first you're hearing, if you have done zero checking into it, it's been astonishing to me, the people not willing to go and actually do some other level of research. And if we tell you that MSNBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, even Fox at key critical moments, and New York Times and Washington Post these are all part of the same mechanism funded mm. and financed in order to brainwash mm. you. And if you don't know that, the reason we're having to do this on Rumble is because yeah. I am allowed to speak this level of truth on one of their quote mainstream platforms. I can't tell this stuff on Washington Post, New York Times, or normal Facebook or normal whatever, uh, you know, Twitter, yeah. YouTube. There's a reason we have to do this in Rumble, is because truth is not allowed, yeah. and and this is just something. Hopefully, enough of you are waking waking up to, and that's part of the pain of the moment. Is some there's going to be ongoing ramifications in society that are a constant reminder we believed the liars, we believed the con men, we believed the Luciferian because they took over and bought all the media, they bought and released. Uh, uh, newspapers they bought and released big tech big media and because of that i allowed poisons to enter my body i believed i i i heard that there's conspiracy theorists and i decided okay that was enough for me to decide i don't need truth because that's what that's why introduced the cia introduced decades ago the terminology ci conspiracy theorist the cia did and its design was to stop people search for truth that's all we're telling you is not even believe us do some deeper research find out who is not bought who's not compromised who is just not just echoing what everybody else is and it's important for your health the health of your family moving forward so anyway that was yeah. um, just yeah. extra stuff. so the other thing yeah, um, can i
1: can i make this one other th- um thing Uh, In order for us to be on Rumble, the reason we got onto Rumble is because YouTube, which is where we would have otherwise been, banned anything that we're talking about. The reason they banned everything we're talking about is not because it's false. It's because it's true, and they don't want us to know about it. They don't want you to know about it. So whatever they're banning, the opposite is true. What Johnny is saying is true. But you say, but YouTube says it's not. If YouTube says it's not true, that means it's true in this.
2: It, it, and you know that, too, as well, Steve. And that's true. And that's why yeah. I, I thank you. I know you had some decisions and processing to do with put on people like Mel Kay and Patel yeah. Patriot and Clay Clark, Clay Clark, General Flynn, Juan Osiris. And then I don't know if Eric Trump, you're going to have to do him. It would be amazing that you would actually might have to end up having him on Rumble. Or are you going to be able to maybe? Yeah, we we have him
1: scheduled. He's scheduled, or he was scheduled, but then his, his mother passed away. So we have to reschedule. He was going to be on next week. So we will have to put him after that.
2: So, and you understand what Steve's had to face for people out there, part of the religious and religious spirit. And the thing that Benny Johnson ran up again is the body of Christ. Uh, These warriors that would say, why are you putting people that aren't, you know, prophets and prophetic and raised in spirit filled churches? Why are they doing things? And it's under this segment called Patriots and Prophets. It's because there has been a courageous step by Elijah Streams, Elijah Lisp, led by Steve Doreen. And it's where they're willing to be very uh, um, uh, relevant with what's yeah. actually going on. Totally. It's like, you know, the prophetic that just speaks these theoretical breakthroughs that God has for you in a theoretical double portion. I speak into them too. So I'm not knocking them over, but we have these theoretical things and, and not really talking about the actual reality, yeah. the actual battlefield. The totally actual these guys bring the landscape to bear. And if, I, their and
1: their if I can say world. this, we, we are not against any prophets or the prophet, Prophetic movement. We have many prophets on this show, but the prophet to prophetic movement started behaving the way the church started behaving, like when Roe v. Wade, for instance. You you talked about that. Then they didn't talk about the the prophetic movement. A lot of those who we love decided it wasn't politically correct. If I can put it in those terms, that's not their term. That's my term to talk about Trump. And the virus and the vaccines and all that. So we haven't brought them on. You just need to know that, even though many of them may, you know, I'm aware of some of those that that were told specific things about Trump and Trump coming back, and they decided to stop talking about it because their group said, "No, we're not going to talk about it." Um, I, I'm sa- I'm sad to report that. In other words. Johnny, it's not that they're not hearing the truth; they've decided not to talk about it because it, it's not politically correct. Whatever you, you yep. would say,
2: no. And so there is truth telling that has to come, and yeah. this is truth telling going to the body of Christ. It's not just given a pie in you know pie in the sky prophetic word about your um, you know unreally. Uh, You know, back to saying the same thing—the double portion breakthrough or something you're going to have that can't be uh, actually quantified in a proper way. How it's happening? We're having to talk about real things and talk about how the kingdom of God is really coming into real situations. Yeah. And so we're not just here testifying on the enemy what he's been doing, but there's like uh, it's there is the Caleb report. Yeah, there are giants; they're bigger than us, but he was going to help us. So uh, we have to tell about what really is, and then what God is doing about it and so there's all kinds of good news just you know a couple uh, minor things is not i i'm I'm still got to get to my dream um that's almost nothing (laughs) 30 seconds about it but or or less but you know a a report i just got that north korea uh they have reported that uh, i don't know i think i don't know how many million of their people got the they wouldn't even call it covid they got the fever and they said they had a ninety nine point ninety eight percent recovery rate, ninety nine point ninety eight. And they are at uh, uh, virtually zero percent vax rate for the whole for the whole nation. And so ninety nine point ninety eight percent. And then you go to the, the nations There's a report that just came out of the UK telling and it's it's graphed all on it. And it shows I'm trying to find out. OK, it's a UK government report. And I should actually tell you the website, but you can find it. 94, 94% of all COVID-19 deaths since April were vaccinated people. And 90% of those were triple or quadruple jabbed. And so it's like, and this is, this is around the world. And if you're, Europe, you know, we know we have Europeans that listen to us. And that's why back to Penny Johnson, I know how tough it was, the good of Bethel. Bethel School of Ministry. They had, you know, hundreds and hundreds that came from European nations, Christians from European nations, and so there's. When I talk about even close criticism, she would get. You come from these nations, and I love and all you nations. You're gonna, you're gonna be aware. You're awakening up as well. But the Christians in Europe have been most asleep and have been most the believers in the indoctrination of the deep state, and they've been followed in line with the woke. Uh, uh, the, the woke mentality that's been partaking, you know, coming out that way, and so they've been anti-Trumpers as well. And it's not that being pro-Trump is pro-Kingdom, but there is some alignment with right. with understanding what God what God is doing. And so, you know, you're you're in Europe, and you're doing, and so we find the Christians there have no trouble going through all that. They're believing their government and getting double and triple and quadruple, quadruple that without asking a question, without seeing one study, just by no, they're conspiracy theorists, therefore I'm gonna go ahead and quadruple Vax myself and I go to a spirit-filled church. Come on, wake up! That's what I'm gonna tell you, people. I'm gonna tell you that. You need to wake up. There are true health consequences you have for, for just believing the enemy's narrative. You cannot follow the enemy's narrative and you, can, you cannot be afraid What in you is afraid to find out, to check, to demand proof, to demand data that backs up what is being claimed by these echoing voices of get another shot, get another vaccination? It's clear they're going to try it again. They're trying it again. They're talking about a new release uh, going on, and we don't know when at a big level it's all going to be interrupted, but you just need to understand this is part of the devil killing, stealing, destroying on planet Earth. Can can I just
1: come out and ask you this in in these terms? Is God telling you to tell the people when the new reports to come out out, whether it's this or another disease or another disease after that, is God telling you to tell the people run out and get vaccinated?
2: 100% no. Okay. And and this is not, people need to know, I'm not a wired anti-vaxxer. This is yeah. totally based on, um, well, it's based on his direction, number one. But the proof, the studies, the doctors that have been um, squelched, the tens of thousands of doctors' reports that have been um, withheld, and even based on not wanting to be in more trouble than they're going to be, The CDC and the WHO have some hidden in the very back of their websites, almost undiscoverable evidences where they're basically confessing um, that they were deceiving with everything they were saying and the propaganda they laid out. But this stuff, this is, you know, this is part of the big deal moving forward. It's part of why I've also said we need to get attorneys, kingdom attorneys, Christian attorneys. Totally. And this will fund and finance them. there's there's a whole justice comeback. Yes, the Lord that does it, but there is once you realize that they have literally taken life from you, your loved ones, diminished your your life expectancy um, through deception. And all the channels that cooperated and corroborated, you know, media, big tech, government stars, and how they did this and they did it intentionally, you talk to, you talk about who did the who had the conspiracy. They literally conspired to do so together, and the, and you can see it in their media reports that they will have the same key lines and words all across the globe in multiple languages anyway that's something I could get um, and I get fired up about, but I especially get fired up when I hear about it. churches thinking that they're a valuable church by disconnecting themselves from the truth of today and by um, embracing anywhere from la-la land nothingness to the woke um, narrative of the day, embracing that. I just know my own spirit rises rises up and I know it's connected to the Lord. I'm not saying uh, uh, I'm, I'm saying I'm pretty sure that's how he feels about those churches and those movements as well. And you can decide on that. I think discernment will tell people that yeah. that's who he is. Johnny, said. is it,
1: is it, your contention, and I believe it is, but you can correct me if I'm not saying it right, that there are some churches, maybe a lot of churches, especially in the area of mega churches, who have been paid off. Pardon the dog barking where they're running out of patience. We may have to end here quickly. But is it your contention that they have been, many of them have been paid off or compromised so that they're telling you to get the VAX? And it's not just them telling you they've been paid to tell you, or blackmailed, or compromised. Are you saying that?
2: The, most definitely yes. And there's a, you know a trail of proof. I, at some point, if I just dedicate myself to that, I could bring that. And it's through uh, um, it's through these Christian organizations, and they it's not they don't even hide it. They think well we're using money from these other. They don't consider it the transfer of wealth from evil, but the, there are a lot of Soros organizations that have funded these. Uh, I forget the name of what they call it, but it's Christian. There'll be Christian initiative, evangelical initiative of ad- advocacy. of, And they have these words that all sound good, but it's basically permission. We give you money and you run with our agenda. And so they believe, well, this is good because we can use this money towards this. And all we have to also do is tell people that you know, the vaccine is going to do this for them that they need to practice the the stay safe COVID measures that have not worked and actually been not just detrimental, but heavily detrimental. But anyway, that's the bad news.
1: Well, you know, we're about out of time. So let me ask you this one more way uh, because let's bring it on home. Let's say you attend a church and the pastor, whoever he or she or they may be, are saying, you know what? The Bible says nothing about not getting vaccinated. There's, there's a, a new name. I wish I could say it, but I, and I probably would, but I probably better not. It was a mega church. And he said, there's nothing in the Bible against getting vaccines and against getting this vaccine, vaccination. And so he is encouraging his people to go out and get this vaccination. What would you, since I'm not naming a name, what would you tell people attending that church to do, as far as attending that church?
2: Get out of there as soon as you can. They do not care about your physical well-being, and undoubtedly care even less about your spiritual well-being. And do
1: you, and, and and okay, and this is a cousin, and then we'll close with this. I didn't get my a... little,
2: the the little dream that's just a thirty second. Dream. Oh, go ahead. Did
1: you not get that? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't get
2: that out yet. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, let me ask this one question, and before I lose it, do you, theologically, biblically, do you have to ask permission from God before you leave a church? Do you have to do that?
2: Well, I'll do like Jesus and answer a question with the question. <laughs> that's good. If you're on the freeway and you see cars coming to you at 70 miles an hour, do <laughs> nice. you need a word from God to make a run for the sidewalk or to get That's off good. there or not? Because it's That's the same good. answer. There are things that once you figure certain things out, and you know, we could expand this. like Once you see bodies beside you and they've been run over and you just haven't been run over yet, but you get the pattern of what's going on, do you really need a word from God to distance yourself from that? And that's essentially right. what's taking place in these. And, and so you don't need a word from God for that's that. Good. That's like, good. All right.
1: Go for your. Well, you the tell us your dream. Is
2: it. This was on Wednesday, the 13th, and it was monumental for me. And essentially, I'm not going to tell the dream. It, there's many details. Until it happens, there would be just uh, people would, uh, uh, you know, there could be some mocking, which I'm not really afraid of at all anyways. But it was such a good, a good a good dream. And we've talked about celebration and and all this, but it's more the part I've not been able to forget since the dream is the euphoria within the dream. Uh, Basically all the things we've been contending for and more had happened. And then, and there was uh, the the, the dynamic I will tell about is people were all sharing with each other in the streets, how much they had received uh, money for different things. And it was like um, um so th- there was just joy the citizenry the citizenry in hen- in general were joyous and it was so much so I could feel it in my in my dream I remember opening the door and I was like oh this is not just what happened the whole atmosphere has changed wow. and I was like so infused. And it's literally, I, I, I was telling Elizabeth, I said, I, I can't think, I, I don't know how many years, maybe decades, I have to go back to a dream that imparted to me such a new wow. sense, uh, an infusion of, wow, it's presence, glory, everything that came with it. And I can assure you the last two years during all we have, I've not had a dream. I've had dreams that have told me certain things, but I've not had a dream uh, like this. And so I was, it's, it's, it's remained on me. It's amazing what it, what it's done because um, I'm a hopeful person anyway. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I discipline and design, but it's like, it just built up something to a whole nother level. And so I I just, I I just had to tell uh, that part, that part of it and put that together and might be why my, awakenings and dreams and things are starting to be affected by that as well where i would awaken at 3 a.m the reversal has taken i didn't even know what it meant when i first heard it because you just wake up at that at that time but anyway so the best is yet to come the best is yet to come not okay. just one day jesus comes and raptures us and takes us the best is yet to come in this present situation this present darkness this present changeover that's taking place the end of the world As we know it, my book from two and a half years ago is still true. We're entering, we're being accelerated into a kingdom age. And whatever leader, there are some new prophetic voices coming out right now talking about the end of things and and some wrap up stuff. I'm just going to tell you they're all false. Okay, they're all false. And so this is heading into a new kingdom age. A new kingdom age accelerated into uh, amazing, amazing. Uh, manifestations of the kingdom of God on earth. And that's what we are challenging for. That's what we're standing for. And that's what this is all about.
1: That's good. Um, I, I don't know if you know this, but years ago, 10 ish, maybe 10, 11, 12 year, years ago, Kim Clement had, I, he may have done it more than one time. I, I was at the meeting in Portland, maybe it was closer to 15, but he had a word about 311, March 11. And he said it several times. So someone may know where that was. It was at a meeting in Portland at a uh, high school or a gymnasium. Well, it was a theater because there were theater se- seats. And so I used to watch three eleven March eleven. Wondered what that was, and I never figured that out. So there's something there. So
2: Steve, I'm so glad you brought that up because I wrote that, and I would have I would have just been so upset afterwards because the day so three eleven on. July 17th. So July 17th is 7, 17 is 717. 717, Genesis 717 is, and it says, talking of the ark. And the ark was raised higher and higher, and it was raised high above the earth. You read later, it was raised, and it rested on Mount Ararat. Oh. And so Ararat, the word Ararat means the curse reversed. So it was July 17th, 7, 17, 717. When I had that dream at 311, that the reversal has taken place. And so this doesn't relate to the entire wrap up of society and all of history and everything. But for this present storyline that we're going through, there has been something that has been achieved someplace that we have uh, come in the spirit realm. And we're going to begin to see um, massive changes in the better way because of that.
1: Very, very good. So, restore7.org is your site. It's on your page. They can still get your book, The World as We Know It. How, how does that, what's the name of that
2: book? I think we do finally have some. The End of the World as We Know It. Let's see if I got my, my, let's see. Ah, there we go. There it
1: is. The End of the World as We Know
2: It. And that's from kind of the week almost that COVID started. And I started out with, whatever you think's happening, do not think this is the end of days that we're going into those. This is going, And I spoke of Trump and him being back and all that kind of stuff. Everything we're progressively seeing moving forward. I haven't changed anything essentially from that book two and a half years. So so there's no, uh, you know, just piling on on good news because we had Roe versus Wade. We're saying the same storyline and narrative over and over. And just to, Um, encourage people, yeah, we have, um, besides Restore7.org, I think on Restore7.org, it leads you to our, we have a rumble page, and I forget what that is, they probably put it up, and so we just did, um, up for discussion, we're kind of doing mainly most weeks, up, uh, Elizabeth and I together, kind of a conversation, and on this one, I think it's titled, Johnny's Eschatology, or Johnny's View on the End Times, Good. and We have actually heard so much from it and said, you know, a a friend who's a leader said, Johnny, that is the most important message for the body of Christ. um, Right now that I've he was saying of all the messages I've given, he thought that was the most important. And that's
1: on that one is on both YouTube and Rumble.
2: No, because YouTube, they'll knock me out. uh, Okay. Okay. They can't handle the truth is what we're trying to say. And there's a reason they have to go through these you other ways.
1: You can't handle the truth. Uh, a okay. quick reminder uh, that um, we you can submit questions. It's to Johnny, doesn't have the word and, or the Johnny Elizabeth. No, I'm sorry. com. It's pretty small. It yeah, it it. com. Put your questions there and we will get to them soon. So. All right, God bless you everyone. That was amazing. Tomorrow was Donna Rigney. always always good for great new fresh revelation. We will see you all again tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on Apple, Google and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.